bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. Alrighty, so the boys are feeling, think, a little toxic right now, so I think we're going to have a real nice podcast for you guys this week. Uh, let's Jack's right feeling toxic. News. NBA, they're laying off the weed, <laughs> I guess what they <laughs> would say. Um, yeah, they're not testing anymore. I could definitely see some guys coming out of the league playing way better than what they are. I mean, Jr. First of all, there's yeah, there's a lot of guys, you know, but it it's not like it. They said that like it's not like it like is a PED really. It's just it's legal if you're like of age and shit. So like I don't really see the. I don't know why they didn't do this sooner. That's like what all the other sports have been doing. Now they finally just like hey, you know what, fuck it. All the other sports are doing it. Might as well. Yeah, but like I don't really think this stopped guys before. Oh no! You know what I'm 100%. <laughs> like, do you really think like Jr. is like, oh yeah, I have a uh, <laughs> eight month season. I'm just gonna take an eight month break. You know, like no, he was probably lighting one up in the fucking locker room in the bubble. No, no do you guys remember the the last game of the season? You know, when the Lakers won. Jr. was so faded. Like, oh, so was a uh, Horton Tucker. They were like having the ceremony. They didn't even say a word. They were just like looking around. Oh, yeah. The guy was eight, yeah. Well, uh, good for the NBA, though, because I think, like, the health benefits of – I mean, I'm not a marijuana doer, but, like, for – if I was an athlete, I'd imagine it would help rather than, like, taking bad shit. Yeah, yeah. um, Anyway, speaking of weed, James Harden was uh, caught at Lil Baby's birthday party, and he was absolutely toasted. His eyes were as red as my hair. And if you guys don't know who I am, I'm full-blown ginger. And, um, yeah, I mean, James Harden, he's sitting out from his team's practices. Then he comes back, and he has to quarantine himself now for two weeks because, you know, he didn't wear a mask the whole entire time. Um, and, of course, he is at his true home, the strip club, that whole week that the Rockets were at practice. Yeah, he has to – test positive like six times before he can come back at this point i don't think, even think he cares anymore he goes i want out of here just whatever i'm gonna do whatever i want i don't know like i always see mixed reports on what he wants to do with his future like one day it's like yeah like he's happy about the john wall thing. yeah like that's why he's gonna stay or like another one he's like he asked for a trade like i don't know it, it's so like up in the air right now what he's gonna do well, um, the trade rumors I saw is he has to be, like, terrified of the Western Conference because at the beginning, he was looking at the Nets. Then he was looking at the 76ers for a while. And just a couple hours ago, I saw reports that he has to be traded to the Bucks and the Heat, which I don't think he would really fit well in, like, almost any of them teams just because there's already, like, a superstar on there or, like, just a different playing style. But um, yeah, I mean, I looks like he does not want to play in the Western Conference or have anything to do with it right now. I th- I heard that yeah, if Brooklyn was gonna trade for him, the Rockets want either KD or Kyrie. So like, either way, I wouldn't do that if I were the the Nets. Just be like, you know what, whatever, we're done. And then, but 
The Bucks though, I mean, Giannis needs one more guy. I feel like if you can get a Harden and you already got those other shooters around, I I think the Bucks would be one of the best spots for him to go, honestly. Because they you got Giannis who's a beast right now. And you just give him a guard because you can't win by yourself if you're a big guy. You need a playmaker, and that's the guy I would think could do it for you. And you got Drew Holiday, great defender. I feel like that I mean, like takes away though from Harden and Yacht. It would from, it would take away from both of them, yeah, but it just we win a championship. I don't know, we'll see. See, I mean, I think if Harden would take on the role of as like a spot up shooter. Like, not really a guy who has to make his own shot. Like, yeah, he would fit in way more schemes. But, um, yeah, I think he's one of the players that, like, in order to get the full James Harden experience, you need him to have the ball in his hand for the majority of the game. Yeah, um, but if he, wants, if he wants to win a championship, he's got to go away from being the guy that has the ball the whole time. No, exactly, he needs more than just exactly himself. Right. So he's going to have to adapt eventually. But uh, I imagine the Milwaukee strip clubs have nothing compared to, like, any other city. So, doubt he went there. Um, Delza? Paul George George signs an extension with the Clippers. Um, I mean, yeah, he had an offseason last year. They have new coaching. Um, Even though Doc Rivers and him had beef, and Doc Rivers said, well, Ty Lue is sitting with me the entire season last year, so good luck in it with the same scheme, you know, pretty much. But I think he's still a solid player. Yeah, I think so, too. Five years, though, for Max, I don't really see. I mean, if they're obviously putting all their – they're putting everything into this because they don't got any draft picks. So, I mean, this is it, or they're done for a while. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, but my boy Bino's absolutely just buzzing right now off of this deal. (laughs) Nah, I'm just kidding. Bino's probably pissed off because he, he's a big Paul George hater. But, yeah, I mean, if they can get the Paul George, like, his last year with the Thunder when he was, like, all-team first – or all – like, first-team all-defense or whatever, and he was, like, up for, like, MVP, like, midway through the year, that'd definitely be huge for him. But it's just – like, obviously the Clippers are going to make the playoffs, and it's just what Paul George is going to show up in the playoffs because, you know, there's, like – obviously there's – Supposedly playoff P, but I mean the sheer pandemic P showed up, <laughs> and absolutely shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. People forget like the Clippers though were on a roll when they when the season ended though. So I mean, if you continue that, and let's say they'd never end that season where they did, like stopped it, like suspended it or whatever, the Clippers could have been on a roll going into the playoffs. But you never know, I guess, because they yeah. Fought- and- I mean that that's a team that did lose a lot of key pieces, but they'll still, you know, be a good contender and that'll be an interesting team to watch this year. Um, last thing I would like to get off my chest is I listen to a lot of sports shows and podcasts and nobody gives Scott Hansen hype. But recently Scott Hansen kinda went viral this past week for <laughs> what was it, like thirteen thousand hours commercial free football, no bathroom <laughs> breaks. And, I think it was his uh, 200th, 200th show or yeah, something like that. and we've been supporting Scotty this whole podcast and kind of happy he – people must be listening because people are starting to get on the Scott train. So, shout out Scotty. He's um, goat. Yeah. He's a trailblazer. He's a re- revolutional type talent. Yes. 
can't beat them. All right, so let's hop into the week 13 recap. Um, first game we have was Seahawks versus Eagles. Uh, or no, hold on. Fuck. All right, first game. First game we have is let's start with the Lions and Bears because that was the first team that showed up. But um, I'll let you guys talk about this game a little bit. I know it's got to be the most heartbreaking shit ever, but. That, that's a tough one to lose. Oh, my God. And I know Jack was all horned up about it, too, all week or whatever. But I can't believe they lost that game. They had the game won up by, like, what was it, 10 with I don't know how much time. And then they are up. All they got to do is basically run up the clock almost. Then they have to pass because it's third and four, I think. On Then we fumble, of course. Get it right back to the Lions. They score, win the game. I don't even have any words for it. I'd like to hear Jack's point on this, though. Yeah, you know, usually, like, when you play the Lions, like, it gives you a sense of pride and, like, make you feel good as a fan. Because you're like, hey, like, maybe the Bears aren't too bad because they just won, like, a football game. But, no, they're um, they're just the fucking Bears, like. They put up twenty. So- they put up twenty three in the first half. <laughs> Look great. Like they're running the ball well, which they haven't done all year. Like A Rob's got like eighty yards at halftime. Like Trubisky looks good, and then Matt Nagy, I guess, just decides why he doesn't just like wants to show the world why he doesn't want a job as a fucking coach anymore. I guess. <laughs> you know, I'm honestly surprised how he's still fucking clocked in right I- now. Like I literally thought him and Pace would be gone by Monday. But uh, <laughs> if Matt no, Nagy, like, if Matt Nagy has a job like at the start of next football season, I uh, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. At, like at this point, it's like was that even a surprise that we lost that game? That we that that much of a disappointment? I just like we're not a bad football. <laughs> we're just fucking poorly. Co- like you look at the talent on both oh, sides of the ball. I mean, offensive obviously is a little weaker than the defensive, but like. Defense giving up thirty four like thirty point thirty plus points in back to back games. Like, oh, I don't, I don't well, know. Like I just like I want to give up on the Bears, but you know, till the day I die. Bear down, Bear. <laughs> All right, so uh, no offense, Jack, but like I listened to the podcast last week after watching this game, and Jack was just so excited, like a kid on Christmas, just like. We're all, like, you're just so excited. You're like, the Bears, they're looking good. Like, we're going to win a football game. Like, I've never been – you literally said, you're like, I've never been so excited for, like, a Bears game, just a normal Bears game. And then you're so excited, you bet the farm on them. <laughs> and, well, no, they're covering to the last I know. And they, the game. they just lose in that fashion. Well, and I told you in the podcast, don't bet on our boy Stanford. And, that, and you uh, did. Yeah, I mean, Stanford did go for four, Hunter. So, yeah, without Galladay, win you any game. All right, um, <laughs> quick, quick question I have for you guys: If you were the Bears GM right now, and you can only pick between these three options, what would you do? Fire Nagy, rebuild your offensive line, or have a or pick a different quarterback? Oh, oh, that's tough. You only pick one like, option. As in, pick a different quarterback. Like we could pick like 
Anybody? You mean like, 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 no, I mean like, you, would like get, you would get like either the top free agent or like a very good draft prospect. Well, here's the thing. I would do quarterback because if Dak wants out, if he would decide to leave the Cowboys, the Cowboys don't want him anymore, and we could get Dak. I think we have the pieces on defense. We have the weapons on offense. And Nagy's done it before. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he got hit in the head or something. But he, thir- we were 13 and three, not that a couple years ago. So, I mean, I would take a quarterback at this point. Fuck Matt Nagy. He's gone. I'd cut it though. <laughs> I've never seen a worse, worse coach. Yeah, but like you think half, you think a, half adjust another, another quarterback could come in, another coach could come in and win, like with Trubisky? Yeah. Because he's not a fucking dumbass on offense. But, like, I've never seen a worse coach at making, like, second half, like, not reads, but, like, making the second half adjustments, I guess that's the word for it. Like, they obviously, like, see something. Like, they're running the ball well, passing the ball well at half. They go into the half, just, like, completely abandon the run game to first. And then it gets late enough in the game where, like, we can't run it. And then whenever we try and do it, like, it's fucking, like, a two-yard run. And, yeah, it gets late in the game, so they know we're going to throw. So they just, like, rush, like, three guys, still get pressure. And then just Trubisky has no one to throw to because Robinson's really uh, – I guess Mooney is, like, another one that has, like, potential of, like, yeah getting open. But, like, we just don't have, like, playmakers. But, I, honestly, I probably would go, like, rebuild the O-line, though, because I do think Matt Nagy will be gone after this year and they will draft a quarterback in this upcoming draft. Yeah, the, yeah. If you put it like that, like that's probably what's gonna happen realistically. But, but like the offense line has shown flashes the past two weeks. Like we're actually like, oh star- well, well. Like yeah, if I could have started this year and like, for like right now, and we could you add Dak to the Bears, we could have won so many more games. We could have won a lot more games. If we didn't have Matt Nagy too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but the well, you could go either. My my take on this is I. Kind of agree with Luke, where you guys are in so many like close games, where if your quarterback like didn't fuck up, like you could have won like a lot of games, and then that would look better on Nagy's part. And I feel like the Bears have always like kept shit close, and it, and I'm gonna agree with Jack here until like the fourth quarter, and then I mean, it, but usually it's almost like not even Nagy's fault, where it's just like. Uh, interception or like fumble or something like just like a bonehead play where it just ruins everything. Yeah, like, like this, like last week, against week the Lions. last week that, or yeah, did you guys fumble and then they threw a bomb? Yeah, because Trubisky got, and... got strip sacked. Yeah, like the ten yard line. Yeah, he got strip sacked, but it was third and four. I mean, we had to pass. I mean, I don't really know what you do in this situation. You got to hold. I don't know. Let's just run it, try to get it, and then punt to him. Then you got to stop Stafford on a. Two-minute drill. Um, That's automatic touchdown. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll, we'll move on from this. Uh, Bengals-Dolphins, a shootout. Dolphins 19-7 <laughs> against Bengals. Uh, two was back in action. 296 touchdown. Um, the Bengals are literally irrelevant. They, <laughs> they score seven and then absolutely nothing the rest of the game. So, yeah, I don't know if they know who their quarterback is because they use – Like, even know his name? Court- 
No, that too, but <laughs> no, like they used two quarterbacks in the game. Did someone did one of them get hurt? I don't know. I didn't really watch the game. But yeah, they used two quarterbacks for some reason. And yeah, they just you need Burrow because there's they got the weapons, but you you gotta to win you need a quarterback in this league. And they just don't have one. I didn't nothing really went on in this game really either though. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure I said in last last week's podcast, I said um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals don't hit double digits in this game. And that's exactly what happened. Because literally, like, the Bengals scoring. Like, uh, Brandon Allen threw for 153. 72 of those yards was a one-pass. Yeah. So you take away that one-pass to Shane throws for 80 yards for the rest of the game. Like, obviously, like, the run game's irrelevant, like, it's just a fucking shit show in Cincinnati, per usual. But I mean, the bank. I mean, the Dolphins keep rolling. They keep finding ways to win. So, gotta tip your cap to those boys. Yeah, shout yeah, the kinda, Dolphins. They're eight and yeah. four. They're eight and four. I guess second in their division still. But yeah, they're looking real good right now, especially that defense. Um, next game was my farm game, Saints Falcons. Um, Alvin Kamara and Slant Boy actually did something for me this week in fantasy, and they. And they covered for me on the farm, so digging the Saints right now. They're looking really damn good. What was the spread for that game? Yeah, though? yeah. Uh, what it was, was it? Three points. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, so you did. I didn't think. I didn't think. Like looking at the score, I thought it'd be more. I was like, you. I didn't think you covered, but yeah. But no, Taysom t- Hill. I mean, he's not like being incredible, but he's winning games. He's playing really well, though, and I think that. Uh, Big part of that is Sean Payton, though, and you got Michael Thomas back, who's getting his 100 yards like he always does, 10 catches just about, and Kamara too. So I I think even with Taysom Hill, you're gonna you're gonna be fine because he's he's rushed for 83 yards. He's basically a running back now. He was right behind Kamara in attempts for their by one in their game. So I think even with Taysom Hill, they're still a really good team. Yeah, I think, like, Taysom Hill is, like, an improved version of what Teddy Bridgewater was for them last year. Cause, you know, like, when Breeze started last year, Bridgewater came in, and he actually, like, played pretty well. But he'd only throw for, like, 200, which I guess Hill's doing the same. But, like, Hill, would, Hill, Hill throws for about 200 a game. He rushes for about 80 and, like, one or two touchdowns. And, like, as long as you can, as long as you can put up, like, 21-plus, like, this defense is absolutely insane. Like, no one's talking about the Saints defense, but they're absolutely insane right now. Like, if you can put up 21-plus against most – they're going to win most games because their defense is playing off the charts right now. Yeah, I think we brought that up last week where we were saying, like, how good this Saints, te- this Saints defense is, and it's obviously showing. I mean, the Falcons last week put up an insane number. I forget against who, but um, that offense is, is a really tough offense to stop, and the Saints did it. I mean, holding them 16 points, that's that's really impressive, so – um, next game, we have the Raiders against the Jets. Um, this game was absolutely wild. Um, I was watching it with my brother, and we were just, like, shitting our pants. We're like, oh, my God, the Jets are going to win this game. And then in typical Jets fashion, they <laughs> they end up losing on a bomb to Henry Ruggs, and it ends up getting Greg Williams, the Jets defensive coordinator, fired. So, <laughs> I mean, good for the this... Raiders to pull that out. That really saved them from embarrassment, I guess. There's 100% not on the Jets defense because that was stupid. They rushed, what, six or seven, and they put manned coverage, like, on a Hail Mary. Yeah, no It's like, what are you guys doing? 
they run a double yeah they run a double move or whatever but i don't know if you guys saw you know booger mcfarland or whatever yeah he had this conspiracy thing about um so they haven't been getting along the offense coordinator and um uh what's the coach's name drawing a blank gase adam gase yep. and he said that they haven't been getting along or whatever <laughs> so he goes you think he might he i think he's like i think he did this on purpose because when a team goes 0-16, he goes, you don't look at the defense coordinator. You look at the head coach. He's like, this is going to ruin his reputation. So I just like, I just thought it was interesting how he said that, how he thought the defense coordinator did that on purpose. But Raiders didn't deserve to win that. Yeah, I don't know about that, though, because, like, if he does No, I don't either, but he just – If he doesn't do that, he still has a job the next day, you know? Yeah, yeah, but and, he's went 0-16 before that defense coordinator with someone, I think. Yeah. It was like with the Browns or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Greg Williams. Cause I remember him from Hard Knocks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I actually think the Jets like tried to lose this game at the end. Like that's why he did it. But I mean, kudos to them. They're still latching on to that number one draft pick. <laughs> and them. you know, here we are talking about the Raiders again. Like we literally don't know which Raiders team is going to show up on a week to week basis. Like they only seem to absolutely go ballistic when they play the Chiefs. And now they're done playing the Chiefs for the the year, but like here they are sitting at seven five, still in the hunt. I think they might, I think they're in the hunt, but um, I don't know what to say. Like Carr had a great game, which is expected against this Jets defense. Uh, Sam Darnold threw for two touchdowns. I think they said the last time he threw for a touchdown was Week Three. <laughs> so, uh, you know, nice. if there's any positives, look at this game. You know, Sam Darnold's trending upwards. No, and the Jets, uh, they made it, like, blatantly obvious that they're tanking just because Adam Gase is still their coach. I said this a few weeks ago. If they just wanted a coach to coach them for a season and not win any games, I would be more than happy to coach them. Like, <laughs> it's every week. For a lot less money. I'm like, fuck, I really could be the coach of the Jets right now. And all I would do is run suggested plays on Madden, and I'd still probably be on 12, but at least I'd – at least it like you, you wouldn't have to pay me all that fucking money yeah i'd do it for a lot less money that's for sure well now in the next game we had a kicker showdown uh jacker wow jags versus uh vikings 24 to 27 vikings in ot so in regular time the vikings kick a bomb of a field goal from the parking lot we're talking about well obviously they miss it then the jags still had like four, three seconds on the clock, whatever it was. So they're like, well, shit, we might as well try it too. So, so their <laughs> kicker pulls up from the parking lot, barely misses it, and then Vikings get ball at half and end up, I mean, get the ball first. Oh, and I think, well, I don't know if they scored on the first drive, but, yeah, they ended up pulling out. Um, Kirk Cousins, another great game. Jetta, again, Jetta's, like, unstoppable right now. So good for him. Yeah, they all, they all played well. Cousins played well. Cook played well, Jetta. Yeah, but Bryce was talking to you, Joey, or you weren't on your phone. You turned it off after the, and he's talking shit how the Steelers almost lost to all these teams that are bad. And it's like, buddy, you beat the Jags in overtime. Yeah. Like, and they have a five yeah, point record. Yeah, like I don't know why he's talking, but that's all I gotta say on that game. Yeah. I wouldn't even care if the Bears lost, if the Vikings lost as well. Like I would have. Oh, my fucking jaw fell off. 
<laughs> I mean, like losing Lions is one thing, but losing the Jaguars, who haven't won, you know, you know the Jags won. They started off the year one and zero, and now they're an eleven game losing streak. I do. Yeah. Uh, Minshew like said... went crazy uh, that week one, but um, yeah, I would have ran my mouth all fucking week. But um, you know the Vikings, I think they might be third in the wild card now. Honestly. I think I think they slid because the Cardinals lost. They are. Yeah, so. God, I really hope these fuckers don't make the playoffs. Jesus Christ. Watch. Oh, what's yeah, going to happen? They're, they're going to end up barely sneaking in the playoffs. They're going to play the Saints week one. And the Saints kryptonite in the playoffs is the Vikings, and the Vikings are going to find a way to beat them. Hot take. I like it, though. That that I do like that take a lot. I would be pissed. Um. The Cleveland Clowns versus uh, Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Browns pour it on in the first half. Don't do at, anything at all in the second half, but they did so good in the first that they end up edging out the Titans 41-35. Titans looked really good in the second half. I I actually thought they were almost going to win this game. But, um, I mean, I feel like when Derrick Henry only has 60 yards, no touchdowns, like the Titans are just bound to lose. But I give it to them for even putting up 35 without that so i think the titans are a team that can beat anyone and they can also lose anyone which looks like a lot of teams in the nfl right now both these teams are looking really good right now people yeah. forget the browns are nine and three like they're right there with like packers nine and three uh bills are nine and three like they're right there they might not be playing as well i guess but you guys see uh, Baker's slide in the end zone? That was dope as fuck. On that celebration? That was insane. I That was so clean because the camera angle and everything. I, that was probably the highlight of this game, honestly, for me. Oh, he was safe. He was safe. That was awesome. He slid right in there, and he got the little pretend camera. That was dope. <laughs> Baker's electric. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I just think, like, the Browns got up so big in the first half. They just kind of, like... You know, they're like, whatever, like, we'll just feed, feed the running back second half. Like, they, they just kind of put it on cruise control in the second half, and then they kind of, like, got caught by surprise when the Titans, like, kicked it into gear, and Tannehill started, like, spraying all over the yard. But, um, I mean, yeah, Baker looked like a good quarterback. Commercial boy. Yeah, I mean, like what you said. Commercial boy. Got, I mean, they – they whipped their dick out in the first half, but then they got caught with it out in the second half. So, <laughs> um, next game, Colts Titans. Uh, Colts barely edge out the Texans. I mean, Texans by bad. Colts barely edge out the Texans by six. Um, Deshaun Watson showing some emotion on the sideline of the game. He was crying. Um, I kind of feel bad for him though. Like this has got to be a really frustrating season, especially since. The Texans, like we've said it all year, they're not a four and eight team or you know whatever record it was at the time. But um, yeah, like I, I always think they're always in their games and they could easily be a playoff team like next year. Yeah, I feel so bad for Watson. He's such a likable guy. Like he, and to lose the game how they did with that bad snap when they're literally about to score a touchdown. And against the Colts, like, it's a rivalry, too, and you lose like that. Yeah, I feel so bad for him after you're showing the emotion, too, on the sideline. But Colts got her done, I guess. Yeah, this just shows, like, um, 
like the Texans could easily be winning that division because you know here the Colts are eight and four, like Texans are eight and four, but like both games, Texans have been in it with Colts and Titans. Um, but yeah, it, it just shows you like the Texans are a caliber of team that could be winning their division right now if just you know a few plays in every game just went their way. But yeah, it was. Um, I guess granted the Texans didn't have like anybody on the receiving core. Because Will Fuller, obviously, I was suspension. Randall Cobb got hurt. Uh, Kenny Stills got hurt. So they literally had Kiki Kuchi and Brandon Cooks, the archer. But, um, the archer. Yeah, not not too much from this game. I mean, the Colts did what they were supposed to do at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, in the second half for both teams, they had a combined two points. So, I mean, it <laughs> really, really not much to talk about in this game. But, um, Next game, we had Rams versus Cardinals, big divisional game. Cardinals lose again by 10. The Rams dropped 38, dropped 21 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Cam Akers ends up showing up this season. And uh, I saw a stat where Goff is leading the NFL and passes when his pocket's clear. So I don't know if that's a systematic quarterback stat, if I've ever heard one. But <laughs> good, good for the Rams, I guess. Yeah. They really shut down Kyler for the most part. He had three touchdowns, but he only threw 173. But, um, yeah, I think the Rams are only as good as Goff's going to play. I don't think if he has a bad game, then they're not going to be very good. If he plays really well, they're going to be really tough to beat come playoff time. But Cam Akers, I drafted you this year, and you're gonna be my, and he's going to be my flex, maybe my running back. No, he does to- horrible. I don't know where this was all year. God, just, I hate I hate running backs like that. Like, why can't you do that all year when I had you? And now you just decide to show up at the end of the year. Yeah, I want to talk a little about the Cardinals here. Um, I know like Kyler did throw for three touchdowns, but I think this is the third straight week. Like he's under underperformed big time. Like only a buck seventy three through the air. Um, and I know like fifty of them was like on a touchdown first like first drive of the game to Dan Arnold. It was like. A- 50-something yard touchdown. But, like, obviously, like, their leading rusher, Kenny Drake, with 49. Like, we're used to Kyler Murray throwing for high 200s, 300, and also rushing for, like, 80 and a score, maybe two scores. But these past three weeks, like, Cardinals just fell off a cliff. Like, they were 6-3, and three, three straight losing. Like, they're out, even out of the playoffs right now. I think they're the Vikings took their spot in the wild card. But they've kind of just, like, fell off a cliff recently. Yeah, and I think I also saw a stat where the Cardinals have lost all their games when Kyler doesn't rush for 60 yards. And, I mean, that's just – I think teams that, are figuring them out. Like, I think Kyler is talented in throwing the ball. But, I mean, that – I mean, I don't know if, like, those – if that's, like, an actual stat where, like, that actually, like, means a lot for him to get above that 60 mark. But, I mean, it's something to definitely consider – um, next game, this this was a real shocker. I mean, Seahawks, I think they were, like, favored by 10, no shit, and they only put up 12 against the Giants. Giants scoring 17, come back in the second half. Um, Colt McCoy, horns down. <laughs> Fuck him. I like Colt McCoy. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the praise that uh, that Colt McCoy gave Danny Dimes. I don't know if you saw that guy. I saw that at the end of the game. How he was just all about it, like how he helped him out all week, 
doesn't even care that he's like not playing or like Colt McCoy. I mean, obviously he's hurt. He can play, but yeah, Danny Dimes just shows us what a great team guy he is. And Giants are like I said, and I think Jack said this too. I think we all said it. They're not bad football team, and they don't even have their quarterback, and they somehow beat the Seahawks. But Seahawks got to play better if they want to do anything in the playoffs. Like there's they were supposed to, I guess. Yeah, I know we always talk about how their defense is. Their defense, like, absolutely showed, like, the world why they, like, are, like, top 10 in the league. Like, holding Russ to, like, I mean, Russ had 263, but, like, shutting down that run game, too. And, you know, if I've ever seen a systematic quarterback stat, I think it's 105 passing yards from a quarterback and winning the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what a stat and an interception too. Like, yeah, I mean the interception really wasn't his fault, but um, yeah, I I remember saying this like four or five weeks ago, like when the Giants were two and seven or something like that. I'm like, the Giants are gonna win this division, and you know, it kind of sounded like a cold take at the time, but here they are in a little three game win streak. It it'll probably come down to them and the football team here, actually. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we'll get to them. Um. <laughs> Packers, Packers put up the <laughs> 30 bomb on the Eagles. Eagles scored 16. Um, Rodgers and Adams, it feels like Dej Vu is saying this like every week. Adams with another two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts is the new starting quarterback of this Eagles football team. Um, I'll get your guys' take on this. Yeah, Rodgers is playing unbelievable and – the MVP race is just him and Mahomes, and it's going to be like that for us here. Whoever slips up first, the other one's going to get it, I feel like. But, yeah, that. other than that, yeah, Hurts takes over. And this shout-out to my brother, Coin, who thinks Wentz is still a good quarterback, and he's just, he's just not. Yeah, I actually like the move. Um, Putting uh, Hurts in as a starter, and he's starting next week – or this week as well, too. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just don't see like a future with Carson Wentz anymore with the Eagles. Like his kind of his opportunities done, his time's done, and you know Hertz came in looked solid for a little bit. I think he threw a pick, but I mean when you throw him into the dogs at the second half of a game where you're down by like twenty two, it's kind of tough to put up numbers like that. But um, uh, and and he plays the Saints this week, so it's kind of a tough scenario for Hertz to get tossed into here, but I think it's better for their future that he's playing just like development wise too. Cause he probably will be the start. Hope mm-hmm. I assume at least he'll be the starter for next year's season. Oh uh, yeah. Um, shit. I was going to say, Oh, that, back to that interception. Um, Carson Wentz would have made that anyway. So can't really. That. that was a hell of an interception. Um, that Packers guy had though. Next game, I've probably never been like more frustrated watching one of my fantasy stars ever. Um, the Patriots Chargers. Patriots win forty-five to zero. I've never seen a game so heavily relied on like special teams ever since that Rams Bears game. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Cam Newton. You want to talk about a fucking uh, systematic quarterback stat? Which he's not even that because he can't throw but 69 yards to the air and a touchdown. But their special teams put them in the red zone like every single play anyway, so. Uh, Hey, yeah, yeah, he didn't play great, I give you that. 
two rushing touchdowns. He's getting it back on the running game. But yeah, I don't. It was all special teams. I, that's it, really. Because what's how many did that? How many touchdowns did that they have on the special teams? I can't. I forget. But it was like, geez, and Herbert. You know, you'll have those games. He's human. I mean, he's, he's not a god like like we thought. Yeah, you can say that again. But well, it was against Bill <laughs> Belichick too. Is, the quarterback killer. Yeah. He's he's human. You gotta remember that though. He's not. It happens. Yeah. Um. After this game, I do not think Justin Herbert will win Rookie of the Year. To be honest with you, I actually think it'll be like Jetta. Oh, oh. No, like I'm dead ass serious. I'm not saying that because. Yeah. Did yeah? Do you you said Burrow was gonna win it? He had a worse game than. Yeah, Herbert Burrow did. also fucking blew out his leg, which kind. of. No, but but you when you said he was winning rookie of the year, he had a horrible game worse than Herbert. Yeah, and you said still said he was winning I, it. Last time I checked, I think they scored in that game though. <laughs> yeah, he didn't score. But the Ravens defense he, they won he, against is a lot better than the Patriots defense. So, Patriots are no, they're still a good defense though. A good six and six defense. But um, yeah. Jesus, like, this was, like, a complete shit show. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, if anyone ever said you were going to throw for 60 – like, the quarterback was going to throw for 69 yards in four quarters and say you're going to win by 45, nobody would ever believe you in the right mind. But, um, like, here we are again. Cam Newton getting carried about – carried by every um, fucking, like, the defense, the special teams, you know, per usual. Like, every week I feel like this – the um, Patriots special team, special teams like puts up more yards and points in the offense, but no. Oh no no no! Can't throw for three sixty five last week. Yeah, fucking punter turner probably at three seventy. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean the Patriots are in a little bit of a roll here. I think it's too late for them to make the playoffs though. But um, I mean it's I guess like somewhat I guess a sign to look forward to I guess in the future, but. They are kind of an aging team right now, besides, like, Damian Harris, that rookie running back. But we'll see how this, like, pans out the rest of the year. Next game, we have the Carrie Underwood game of the week, uh, Sunday night, Broncos versus Chiefs. The Broncos actually almost pulled this game out. Um, Drew Locke threw two nasty picks um, that a lot of people are shitting on him for, and they're shitting on him because he was, like, celebrating after a bunch of, like, just random plays. Well, my take on Drew Locke is I would way rather have a super confident quarterback than a quarterback that's scared out of his mind. And I think Drew Locke can lose as much as he wants, but he's he's still going to feel like the dude. And <laughs> I mean, All right. Uh, yeah, Love him for it. Not, I mean, not a bad game out of the Broncos. Um, Travis Kelsey is not human, though. Like, he the, this entire year, he's just been playing out of his ass. Um, I give it to him cheating. Tyreek Hill made about, like, three touchdowns that, like, didn't even get called as touchdowns. So, I mean, he's still unguardable. This really should have been a blown out or blowout, but it wasn't. Yeah, Chiefs need to score in the red zone. They couldn't score in the red zone. But um, Locke, I saw, he was – I think Patty Mahomes likes to sling it. Locke's number one in the league in deep balls from this year. <laughs> got a cannon on him. He has a cannon Yeah, he's got two cannons on him. He got two cannons out of it. Yeah, but no, Chiefs need to play a lot better. They they didn't score in the red zone at all. 
Uh, I don't. They might have scored, but like they just they had ended with field goals. If you convert those to touchdowns, and Tyreek's um little catch that he just fell into his hands that he didn't even know he caught it. That's a touchdown. This game's not even close. Yeah. Uh. Well, like even though Patty did throw for three eighteen, he did feel like a look a little off in that game. Um. Like I remember, like the first two drives on each drive, you had Tyreek for a touchdown. You overshot him, and there's not anybody in ten yard radius of Tyreek. But like he makes both those like. Chiefs are putting up 17 in the first quarter in this game. Just, like, done before it even started. But, um, I mean, granted, it was a six-point game. It didn't really feel like a six-point game watching it. But, um, I don't know. I guess uh, Clyde Edwards, too, was kind of like a healthy scratch. I know he was a little banged up going into it, but, like, he didn't even play. Like, Bell looked all right. But, he, like, was, the Chiefs, he was sick all yeah. week, Clyde. Was. Yeah, they said he was expected to play, though. So, But I guess he never got in. Yeah. But, like. The Chiefs yeah. are like might even be more like one dimensional than the Steelers, but like they just have like the weapons to do it. But I mean, they just show why they're the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. All right, now time to send shots at gun range here. Uh, Monday, four o'clock game. Uh, Washington football team beats undefeated Steelers. Um, I'm just gonna have a few words about this. Uh, the Steelers receivers can't catch. COVID, they can't catch a clue, and they can't catch a fucking football, so Steelers are definitely a beatable football team. I'll let you guys shit on me for the next five minutes. No, I'm not going to shit on you a lot, Jack, but <laughs> I, I do think um, Logan called, Logan, doesn't my brother say that all the time, that they can't catch well, can't catch <laughs> like Claypool and stuff, but the Steelers aren't going to win if you can't run the ball. They ran for 21 yards, and they were up 14 and nothing. so I don't know why they kept – he throws 53 passes. You got to run the ball if you're going to be able to – especially if you're going to be able to beat the Chiefs. Like, you need to control the ground game so you can't give the ball back to them all this all the time. Offensive line of COVID. But, yeah. <laughs> Offensive line of COVID. All right, yeah. Still probably better than the Bears alive, but we still get it done. Wait, what? But Wait, then what? again, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Anywho, that's three in a row for Washington, I think, now. And like I said, Alex Smith is a spark. I said that he was going to be a spark to this team, and he He's has come back player of the year. And oh, that, yeah, there's not even a that, question about that. Yeah, they've won three in a row. Like, he's on a roll that that D line is just. Ridiculous, yeah, and it just compliments. He looks like fucking Kyler Murray out there. Yeah, they can get to the. Hey, watch it. No, they can get to the quarterback, and then you got a great secondary with like Washington has a great defense. They have good weapons. They just need a long-term quarterback, and they're gonna be, they're gonna be like a better team in that division for next couple. They're young too, but yeah, Steelers. They're still eleven and one. So people that are putting all this shit on their, um stories and stuff be like come on none of your teams are that good unless you're the Chiefs. but that's all i got I'm trying to help you out a little bit joe you know, that, was part of, that was part of the softest take i've ever heard in my life you know <laughs> yeah it's true though past 11 weeks seeing stuff on in people's instagram stories about an undefeated team that beats mediocre teams by a one score every week you might as well just fucking unload the whole clip on them but you know here we go. Uh, I mean, the one-dimensionalist of their offense finally caught up to them. Like, 
you think one of these you need to run the ball. They literally can't run the ball. But yeah, like, exactly. You, you think one of these weeks when you run under fifty yards like they have been like the past five weeks, it finally catch up to them and it finally does. Like you face a team that's built like you face a team that's just plays the pass because that's the only way they know the Steelers have a chance of moving the ball. And that's literally what they did. And they said that sent the dogs out at Big Ben and obviously they were going crazy like with I don't know if they got in sacks, but like just like pressures, tip passes, and everything. Um, the defense looked all right, I guess, for the Steelers. Bottom got hurt. Oh yeah, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, didn't hella people go down in that game? Yeah, Minka, Minka, Joe Hayden, Bud Dupree, and Bush are obviously out. Spillane got hurt. Yeah, it'll be. I'm. He didn't have a defense. We'll see. Then. We'll see how the Steelers fare because I know the rest of their schedule. They play the Bengals, which I mean, it's kind of a bye week. But besides that, yeah. they play the Bills, the Colts, and the Browns. Like it would not, like it literally would not surprise me if they finished the year going one and three in those next four games. I mean, and Browns won the fair. division. I, I, I give it to you. I mean, I think I think the Browns will end up losing one, but yeah. I, um, just a few more things that I have to say about this game is. Teams in the NFL that are playing Steelers, watch how the football team played us because the Steelers – all right, so Ben Roethlisberger hasn't been sacked since week eight. And the reason for that is all they do is throw check down plays and shit like that. And if you're a defensive line and you know you literally have like one second to get to the quarterback, you might as well just jump for joy and try bad balls. And that's exactly what the football team did. I mean – the amount of tip balls I've never seen more in a game. Um, that defense line, I think, almost like single-handedly won them that game, honestly, because we could not do a thing. Well, obviously, we couldn't run the ball, but when we did pass, like, it just was not effective at all, especially that dink and dunk bullshit. Like, we took one shot, and it was a 50-yard touchdown. So, I don't know. Like, they're going to have to go to the drawing board. I think it's good, though. I think it's good. I think in the long run, this is good. The Steelers no, lost, it is. though. And another this game, thing, not too late. I want to say is that's what sucks about losing this game is we we have to lose another game because if the football team is the reason why we end up not being an undefeated football team, I'm going to be fucking pissed. But, but Yeah, I think losing to a team like this, though, rather than losing to a really good team like the Bills or Browns, now you guys know that, like, okay, we're not as good as we think we are. We got to do some shit differently. Yeah. Like, it's a good wake-up yeah. call. Um, anything else, Jack? Um, no, I guess, you know, that 50-yard shot you're saying was literally like a 10-yard comeback route where, like, the football yeah, team. Yeah, I know. Like yeah, yeah it kind of was. When I was, saying, <laughs> when I was saying it, I'm like, fuck, like, that, that really wasn't a shot. <laughs> I don't know. But, um... <clears throat> No, not really. Like, honestly, I think the Steelers will lose two more games probably in the next four would be my guess. But I think we I guess could I guess only beat time those though. teams. Like, I feel like it could go either way. But, yeah, yeah you could easily yeah, win them easily all if you guys them, so. get back to what you guys started kind of, I, I guess. I think once started we get here. people off COVID. But then again. Like, maybe if, like. If our defense players that got hurt last week are back, then I think we'll be fine. And I don't think them defense players that got hurt last week have, like, serious shit. So, um, yeah. next game, uh, Wednesday night – or, fuck, Monday night, 
we have Bills Niners. The Bills, I mean, they this game this game had like a relatively like small spread and because Niners been playing great lately and the Bills I mean they showed why they're a nine and three team. Josh Allen, he's back in his MVP form he was earlier in the season, three seventy five, four touchdowns. Uh Cole Pam Beasley, the receptionist, one thirty and a touchdown. Thanks for them fantasy points. Um yeah, great game by the Bills. Yeah, Josh Allen spread it out a lot. Like a lot four different guys scored touchdowns, I think. And Josh Allen balled out. I covered finally. Love to see that. Love it. But yeah, the Bill Josh Allen and the Bills are playing really well right now. Josh Allen just tore apart that defense, which is a pretty solid defense too. So they're they're looking scary, and yeah, like we talked about last time, they still got to play the Steelers. So that'll be—I think that'll be a great Sunday game night when yeah, they play be... them. Yeah, it's gonna be great. But yeah, this game kind of showed like that Josh Allen can put up numbers against a good defense because he was before this kind of known yeah. just for lighting up the bad teams and having mediocre game against you know, <laughs> solid defenses. But you know, playing a solid defense, the Niners here absolutely lit him up. Um, I think, like, these past – I mean, to start the year, Stephon Diggs had a crazy fucking start of the year. Like, he was he, – he's basically putting up 130 and 2, like, buck 20 and 2, like, 145 and 1. But, like, these past five weeks, it looks like it's kind of coming out that Cole Beasley, like, is his favorite target. Because, like, these past three weeks, Cole Beasley is, like, 100 yards a game, like, maybe a touchdown, you know. But, like, he's like, he's, like, he's, he's just a small slot receiver. He's, he's always open on, like, a drag or something like that. And I think this game like shows why the Bills are the best team in that division. Like, I know the I know I'm a big Dolphins fan, but I do believe the Bills are a lot better. Yeah, I don't think the Dolphins are even close to what the Bills. I think are. Dolphins are better, but right now, offense the Dolphins just can't keep up with a team like the Bills. No, no. Um, yeah, next, next game we have the Tuesday night game, uh, aka the greatest day of Jack's life. He comes off a seven-year uh, fantasy football playoff drought. Uh, me and Luke were actually playing each other this week, and if <laughs> no, we weren't playing or, each other. Yeah, it yeah. was basically well, playing each me other. Me and Luke has the same record. If Justin Tucker gets ten points, Luke makes Luke makes playoffs. If he doesn't, I make the playoffs. J.K. Dobbins, me and Jack both have had him scores a touchdown. Uh, Justin Tucker only gets the extra point, and me and Jack just threw a parade that day. Yeah, I'd like to say congratulations, Jack. You finally, you finally did it. The curse, you had the curse still hit you, but you you overcame it this year. What a dab, so that's good. Yeah, exactly. You you've learned from all those years. You're like, I just, one of these years, you know, you're learning what to do when you lose these guys, and you finally figured it out. But let's talk about the game for a bit. Uh, Ravens, when Lamar can run the ball like he did, they're going to be really tough to beat because he ran for almost 100 yards and he touched. And he looked pretty good. He didn't throw for a lot of yards, but when he has his no, run yeah, game, it's basically the bad. same thing. And yeah, and yeah. Mark was <laughs> out that game, which is like his own. Yeah. They ran the ball really well, though, as a team, too. And that's what they're – You know, the Cowboys are 32nd is, I guess, in so. fantasy points against the run game. So. Yeah, but they still ran the ball well against them. Oh, yeah. Still did it. They still did it. Yeah, I know. 
I'd like to give a quick shout out to my boy J.K. Dobbins. I was down by one point three with like two minutes. No, so I yeah, I was down by about one point three with about two minutes left in the game, and obviously like Zeke doesn't Zeke gets stuffed at the one yard line. What a one minute game. So then J.K.'s turn. They drive all the way down the field with Gus Edwards. I'm freaking out. Like we're in we're in beat ups about nine o'clock. There's about us and about two other tables there on Tuesday night. And we're just like standing up, like watching the game, screaming at the TV. And J.K. Dobbins just slips in the end zone. Me and Joey do about six hot laps around there, like <laughs> giving a little tiger fist pump here and there. But um, I mean, off the, off the fantasy bullshit now. Uh, yeah, if you can't stop the Ravens' run game, you're not going to beat the Ravens. Like every every game they've lost this year, they have. Every game that the Ravens have lost this year, they haven't ran the ball well. So, yeah, Larry, if you can shut down their run game, you can beat the Ravens. And I think they ran it for a team for, like, 270 or something like that that game because, like, they literally have a three running back rotation. They all put up, like, 50-plus yards. And then Lamar, obviously, too, had a huge game on the ground. But, um, I mean, talking a little about the Cowboys here, the Cowboys' offense didn't look terrible this week against a solid defense, too. I mean, obviously, you know, they're still really bad at football. But, I mean, I guess it's a bright spot because, like, Andy Dalton's actually a solid quarterback. I don't think he's, like, your typical um, NFL backup. I think he should be – he'd be able to start on, on some teams in the NFL. But, yeah, that's, that's about all I have for that one. All right, that wraps up week 13. Um, top into week 14. First game, Giants-Cardinals. Uh, Giants are – or no, Cardinals are favored by two and a half. Um, I'm actually going to take the Giants here. I love the Giants right now, and I feel like that defense is going to give the Cardinals a lot of trouble. Don't we have a game tonight, Joey? Oh, like yeah. Thursday night game? Yeah, yeah shit, Thursday night, uh, Patriots-Rams. Yeah. Uh, Rams are favored by four and a half. Um I think I'm going to take the Rav Patriots here. No, Rams. Rams. Fuck Cam Newton. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I just think uh, the Patriots find a way a lot of times, and they're playing pretty well right now. Not saying Cam's playing great, but they're playing really well, and depends what golf show, what kind of golf shows up. So I don't think Patriots will cover in this. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, I mean, their defense is just – won't give Cam Newton time to think about what he's doing or like what bad decision making he's performing. But I no. do. Uh, he's going yeah. to I mean, I think the Patriots will probably keep it close, but not like five points close, probably like by a touchdown, just because their special teams will probably score for them per usual. But um, yeah, I'm going to take the Rams in this one. They're playing, I mean, both two hot teams playing each other, but I'll take the Rams. All right, now on to Cardinals-Giants. Uh, like I said before, Cardinals are feared by two and a half. Um, I'm going to take the Giants. I'm going to take Cardinals in this one. I just think uh, they're just too talented. I should, I don't know if that's the right word, I guess. But with Colt McCoy as quarterback, I know the Cardinals don't have a great defense, but I think the uh, Cardinals will figure it Is out. Is Daniel well. Jones not back yet? I don't believe so. I don't so. think so. I think last game, Let I me think last game was kind of like the last week was kind of just a fluke for the Seahawks. Like even though the Giants, it probably will be a low scoring affair, but I'm gonna take the Giants because I think they will win by like three. So I mean, if Daniel Jones is playing, I'd probably pick the Giants, but I'm gonna take the Cardinals in this game. 
I think he's out again. If he um, plays, if he plays, I'll take him back. He's, he's questionable. He's he's questionable. Yeah, well, for, for now, for now, Lunin game, and I would definitely yeah. call him under if I was betting on. He was limited. He was limited in practice. They said on Thursday, Thursday, so today, but gotcha. Um, next game we have Broncos Panthers. Uh, two four and eight teams. Uh, Panthers are favored by three. Um, just based on how like the Broncos run game and defense played last week against the Chiefs, I'm gonna take the Broncos here. Um, I think they, I think they could lose by three and they would still cover. So I'm gonna take the Broncos. Yeah, I'm 100 with you. I think Drew Locke is. If it's this close, like Panthers Broncos, I'm gonna go Drew Locke. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to take the Panthers in this game. Uh, McCaffrey's back, which is completely game-changing for their offense. Oh, he's back. Yeah, he's back this week. So, I think that's just – even McCaffrey's back should just be enough to beat the Broncos. Um, I would change my thing, but uh, I'm going to – Drew Locke is also bad. Um, Next game, next game we have Titans-Jags. The Titans are favored by seven and a half. Just – I, I'm going to take Titans here. Um, I I highly doubt the Jags are going to do anything to stop Henry, and I think Tannehill showed last week that um, even when Henry's not at his best, he can still, you know, dice up a defense a little bit. Oh, yeah, I'm going Titans. Yeah, I'm going to go Titans as well. I think their defense <laughs> will come out pissed off after getting embarrassed to the fucking clowns and commercial boy last week. But Commercial boy. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Titans in this one. Uh, next game, Chiefs Dolphins. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by seven. I'm going to take the Dolphins here. Um, I think the Chiefs have been keeping it close with like teams, and I think the Dolphins are like solid enough to at least not lose by seven. I like their defense a lot. Um, I don't think the Chiefs defense is that good, and I don't think Tua will give the Chiefs defense the ball. Which I mean, the Chiefs every time they turn the ball over, they end up capitalizing on it, and Tua doesn't really throw interceptions, so they'll take the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, though. I just think the Dolphins do have a good defense, but the Chiefs have a a better offense, and the Chiefs, I think their defense is good enough. Where Tua, he's not gonna turn it over, like you said, he doesn't turn it over, but I, their offense hasn't looked great. As of late, so I just think the Chiefs are gonna kind of kind of find their way here as and the season comes. And I want, especially once the Steelers lost, they want that uh, first. They want that number one seed. So, um, I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Chiefs in this one as well. I do think it'll probably be like a seven point game. Like like you were saying, uh, Tua doesn't really turn the ball over, but he doesn't like he's not the type of quarterback that will just light up the scoreboard either. Um, and the Chiefs are like, no, I guess every team basically in the NFL now is kind of known to the playing level of their competition. And they, if the Chiefs better not like underlook the Dolphins here, because if they do, the Dolphins will cover or win this game even. But I don't think they're going to like underlook the Dolphins because Dolphins are one of the better teams in football right now, or at least on the defensive side. But I'm going to take the Chiefs. Next game, we have the game of the week. Cowboys versus Bengals. I'm just joking, but uh, the Cowboys are favored by three and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the boys here. Yeah, I'm going to take the boys as well. I just think they got more 
than the Bengals have. So. Yeah, I mean, if you mean more, it's probably like an extra chromosome. If that's what you're talking <laughs> about, Luke. Yeah, no, yeah. So yeah. I do think the Cowboys have more chromosomes, which equals more points. So, Cowboys. <laughs> is that even? Yeah, well, Sam had an extra chromosome, and he was a insane <laughs> football player. So. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Um, shit, I was gonna say something about that game, but. I mean, it's kind of a boring game, so I might just let it go. Um, next game, Texas Bears. Uh, Luke, uh, I think I yeah, you said where you're gonna go with this, but uh, I'm gonna go Texans here. I like what the Texans yeah. are doing right now, and the Bears are chill cardists. So, I uh, I hate to do this, Bears fans. I apologize, but this is my farm game, and I'm going no. Texans for a couple <laughs> reasons here. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson is sick of losing. He has said it himself. And that scares me a bit because he's a very good quarterback. And our defense, I know we have a good defense, but I don't know. As of late, they have not been a great defense. And I just think Deshaun Watson is just going to have himself a day. And they only got to win. Like, they just got to win. That's it. So. Yeah, it's kind of a slap in the face to Bears Nation right there. I'm going to lie. It is, it is, but yeah. you know, it's what you got to do. It's what you got to do when money's on the line here. My farm, your family, you know, uh, my family too. I guess you give that Watson take, but you know who's also sick of losing is like the entire Bears football team. As if you don't know, we lost five. Straight. I haven't heard him say it. Though. <laughs> so, um, uh, I haven't heard him say it. Though. Fuck, give me Chicago by forty. <laughs> Um, well, you said Watson's going to be quite pissed. I think Trubisky's going to be pissed because, well, he, because he's been pissed he's playing against Deshaun Watson, and that's somebody these Bears fans really would have rather had with Trubisky in that draft. Yeah, and you know what? Deshaun, Wat- Deshaun Watson's going to show up. He's going to be like, you know what? Bears, I'm going to rub this in you guys' face. He said, he said it a while ago that someone about them not drafting them. I can't wait for the so, 40,000 takes he's made pretty- by the announcers. Like, oh, yeah, did you guys know these guys were in the same draft class? And the Bears could have yeah, Every, every like time the Bears, the Bears even, they, don't have to even, they don't even have to play Mahomes or Watson. But, like, yeah, do you remember when they took Trubisky? I'm like, yeah, we fucking know. We're not delusional. <laughs> well, Luke is, but. Yeah, Watson's going to be like, I'm not, I'm not delusional. <laughs> Well, what have oh, I said that was like delusional shit today? Um, next game, Vikings. <laughs> next game, yeah, Vikings, yeah, Buccaneers. Uh, Buccaneers favored by six and a half. Um, I think the Buccaneers aren't they coming off a of bye week? Yeah, they are. Um, I yes, like yes, I yes. would go with the Buccaneers here, especially since the Vikings are coming off that fucking Jags game. But um, yeah, I guess I'll just take Buccaneers, even though it kills me inside. Yeah, I think this is actually gonna be a really good game. It has the potential to be a good game, but I fucking hate the Vikings. I don't really like the Bucks much either, but I think Bucks are gonna do it, especially coming off a bye. Yeah, I don't like either his teams, especially either the quarterbacks. You know, it, it, it's always a good Sunday yeah. when you see Tom Brady get embarrassed on live television. But um, fuck, I think I think the Buccaneers will win this game, what's, but what's... I do think the Vikings will cover the spread. I think they'll lose by like, three or four. Well. Like... What's better, Brady getting embarrassed or the whole Vikings? Well, it's like uh, Vikings fans they want embarrassed, not the Vikings in general. I think. Yeah. Like I don't really care if the Vikings like lose because of their team. I just want them to lose because they're fucking 
toxic members. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Next game, we got Colts Raiders. Um, the Raiders, something like crawled up their ass lately. So I'm going Colts. Yeah, Colts. Yep. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Colts as well. And let me see here, actually. Oh. Is this Janet? You know what? Uh, no, I'm I'm gonna save it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go. Right, I'm gonna right, go Colts here. <laughs> um, next game, Seahawks are favored by thirteen and a half on the Jets. I'm going to take the Jets here. I I think that's too many points. Yeah, I think I agree. I think that's too many. I think on Jets, new coordinator. Jets were like, oh, we almost won. Fuck, either that's going to bring them down a lot or maybe like, oh, hey, you know, maybe we can win a game sometime. But they probably won't win, but. Yeah, I think cover. the Jets will cover as well. I made a mistake last week on betting on a 14-point spread, so I probably shouldn't do it again. And, you know, Darnold might have a touchdown pass because Blitz Boy will be running around the field with his head cut off. Yeah. And he'll probably give him a free touchdown. Let's play. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take, take the Jets to cover the spread here. Yeah, uh, Jamal Adams probably will be playing angry this game, but the Seahawks. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. The Seahawks. The Seahawks. Oh, put shit. On a shit yeah. show last week. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with the Jets. Uh, next week. I mean, next next week. Uh, next game, we have football team versus Niners. Um, I just became a football team fan, so I'm going to pick the football team to cover. I'm going to go – yeah, I'm going to go football team. I just think if you don't have a quarterback against these guys, they're going to be in your face all day, all game. Um, I don't, Both teams are like – even though the Niners coming off a loss, I think both teams are playing well. Yep. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to take the Niners in this. Uh, just they have more weapons, I guess. The Washington's defense is better, but I feel like four Niners will find ways to score like – I know, like, the Steelers really didn't even attempt running the ball last week, but, like, the, the Niners love off that shit, and then either it's a run or they fe- feed Ayuk or Debo. Ayuk. I'm yeah, I'm starting, starting Debo this week, this week, so fuck it. I'll take the Niners. Yeah, that was actually a good take. Um, Saints versus Eagles. The Saints are favored by six and a half. Um, I'm going to take the Saints here, and hopefully get a big game out of my boys. So then – I can win this first round of the playoffs, but yeah, go Saints, I guess. Yeah, I'm also going to go uh, Saints because I'm going to start Taysom this week. So, and Eagles, I haven't seen anything from Hurts, so I don't really know what it is. You're going up against the Saints defense, uh, scary for him, but yeah, I'm going to Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints as well. Um, they're just rolling on both sides of the ball right now, and I don't really think. A team like the Eagles can stop them, so that's that's basically much all you can say for that fucking shit show of a game. Next game, we have a discount double check versus Matthew Stanford. Um, the Packers are favored by seven and a half over the Lions. Um, I'll probably take the Packers here. They're playing on the Lions field too. I doubt the Packers have even ever lost in that field against the Lions. So, uh, yeah, Richard Rodgers. Richard Rodgers. Yeah, I'm going to go Packers. I mean, they're just 
playing out of their mind right now. I'm going to go Pack as well. It's usually a pretty close game when NFC North plays division games, though. But, um, yeah, especially yeah, Lions Stanford. Suck ass, but they always find a way to make Stafford. goals against teams that they shouldn't, but I'm still going to take the Pack. Um, yeah, just them playing indoors on a turf field, they'll probably light up the fucking secondary. This is our first uh, triple box, is what Scott would call it. Little hat trick of the week. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Um, next Shout game, we have Falcons versus Chargers. Um, the Falcons are favored by two and a half. The Chargers are really are coming off a really tough game. And for some reason, I always feel like the Falcons can just beat anybody. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, I think I'm going to stick with the Falcons here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Falcons too. I just same reason. They're so unpredictable. They could That's easily bad. get absolutely blown out though. But I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go Atlanta go. as well here. Um Joey is going to be fired up for this game. Carrie Underwood's gonna be on blaring in my ears. Uh the Steelers take on the Bills on Sunday night. Uh Bills are favored by two, which they should. I'm going to take the Steelers because if they win this game, it'll be the greatest week of the year. Well, other than when we beat the Ravens the first time. But, yeah, go Steelers. <laughs> I'm going to go Bills. I just think the they Josh Allen is playing really well, and the Steelers are all sorts. I, who even knows what kind of team they're going to bring out, like who's going to be playing. So and I just don't think they can't run the ball. Bills have a great, they have good secondary. I just think the Bills are gonna win this game. I think it's, I think they're gonna win by a decent amount too. I think I think the Bills win as well. Um, I think after that football team game, uh, teams are starting to like figure out the Steelers and how to stop them, and like basically force them to run the ball because they literally can't. And then yeah, if they dump it down, just put your hands up as a D lineman and you're gonna deflect at least a few. So I'm gonna take uh, Buffalo as well here. Um, well, they're playing in Buffalo, and at night it's gonna be freezing out. And Ben is known for being a stud in cold weather, so maybe yeah, but so is the stallion. Yeah, well, Josh Allen is from Wyoming. Yeah, I don't give a shit. All right, <laughs> yeah, what's in Wyoming squares? All right, Monday night we have the Ratbirds versus the Clowns, um, aka the Ravens versus Browns. Ravens are favored by two and a half. Um, I'm going to actually take the Browns here. I like what the Browns are doing. Um, I think they will be able to stop the run better than, like, the other teams Ravens have been playing. And, uh, obviously, if they make Lamar throw the ball, the Ravens are fucked. So, Browns by more than three. Or, I guess, winning. Yeah, I'll take them. Yeah, I'm going Browns. I don't think this run's really – a question. I think they're just a lot better team. Yeah, you know, I've been saving it for, I guess, the last game of the week here, but I'm going to fucking put the farm on the Browns here. Um, You know, there's one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. You can't really deny that. And they're just starting to click on all cylinders. I know it'll be, it'll probably be a close game, but, like, they're literally projected to lose through the spread in this game. So I'm going to take the Browns and put the farm on them. Jack with the money line. All right. Um, all right, so that wraps up week 14. Um, here we go into our draft of the week. We're going to do the greatest duos of all time. I believe the order goes Jack, then me, and then Luke. <coughs> so, Jack, uh, you want to kick us Ooh, off with yes. the obvious answer? I don't know if there is an obvious answer, honestly. 
Oh, all right. Yeah, you would think, but then when you start when you start to do more research, I don't think there is. No, uh, yeah, fuck it. There is one. Jordan Jordan Pippen. There you Put go. Put him on the board. Yeah, I'm a Bulls bandwagon. Jack, I'm a Bulls bandwagon. Uh, I cheer for LeBron, and I I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Dodgers oh my fan. God. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to be uh, right about stuff. I'm going to say that Steelers are. All right, we're done. We're done talking. Not about as bad as people think, but. Uh, so then you're saying, so then you're gonna say you're a Lakers <laughs> fan and a Dodgers fan. Once they win. No, go to go Timberwolves. Go Timberwolves. All right. Uh, speaking of Lakers, I'm gonna take Shaq and Kobe. Uh, three championships in a three peat. Um, they would have been able to stick it out together. They obviously would have won more. Um, yeah, Shaq and Kobe. I got the turn. I'm gonna go Bill Russell and right. Bob Cousy. Seven seven seasons, six titles. That's something right there. Twenty five All Star appearances together. And then on the turn, I'm gonna go uh, yep, Magic and Kareem. They have a lot of MVP awards, nine I think. And then they have ten seasons, five championships. Yep, good pick. Um, together. I'm going to take with the next pick. I'm gonna go. Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, um, they won three Super Bowls together. Um, I think, like, Jerry Rice has the most receiving yards of all time, if I'm not wrong. It's either that or receptions. Um, he has the most points of all time, too. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that duel is unstoppable in their heyday. All right, so, looks like I'm back on the turn here. So, I'm going to go with an obvious answer here, you know, kind of sticking that Jordan and Pippen era. I'm going to go with a Stockton Malone. Stockton, most of all time. Malone, I think, second or third on all-time points scored. Um, you know, granted, they did not win during that time because there was a juggernaut named the Bulls that was living. But if there wasn't, I think they would have fucking ran the NBA. Um, and then with my second pick here, I'm going to go with... Hmm, I'm going to go with Tony Parker and Tim Duncan. Mind you, uh, I'm you not mind you. Yeah, but, I mean those those guys ran the like mid 2000s too. Like they they literally were LeBron's kryptonite for a while, and they just knew how to fucking win. Yeah, I mean, if, 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 if if you could put Pop in that conversation too, like um, if the if the yeah, Lakers you could do like a big three the West, thing. you could argue that this Spurs team would have at least two more titles too. So, um. Yeah, it was a great pick. Yeah, you can say that about um next teams. Shit, it's kind of getting hard. Um, I'm going to take. Oh damn, I'm going to take the Splash Brothers, Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson. Um, they literally changed the NBA. Um, they won three championships together. Uh, maybe more. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean they're. They're literally like brothers. Well, pretty much. Uh, one and two best shooters of all time, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Curry and Clay. Oh, yeah. On the turn, I'm going to go uh, Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. Uh, they were spent 11 seasons together. 19 times they hit a home run in the same inning. Six home runs, like, together. I, that's just, they were, they're two of the greatest, two of the top baseball players of all time on the same team. 
Uh, they contributed a lot to that, those rings. And then I'm going to go, ooh. Good I'm going to go Bird and McHale. Five finals appearances, three championships. That's that's pretty damn good. And they kind of killed it. Oh, yeah, duh. That no, was Jack's pick. Um, so mm. my list mm. is dwindling down pretty good here. Um, now, you guys probably won't like this pick, but I'm not a sexist pig. So I'm going to take the Williams sisters, uh, Serena and Venus. 14 grand slams in a double and then three pick, gold yeah. medals as double champions. I mean, that's kind of insane. So it's kind Take of a simp move. <laughs> simp move. Kind of a simp no, move. No, it's just a simp move here and going also with a different sport category. I'm going to go with Michael Phelps and Ryan Lochte. I Good mean, pick. Yes, most people know Lochte as the bleached hair <laughs> gas station feeling boy. Or like, yeah, he pissed in the gas station or some shit like that. Yeah, caught in the brothel too. Yeah, he was just like not a very intelligent person. But one thing he was good at in his life was swimming. No, and they fucking ran swimming for like probably, I think it was like three Olympics. Like literally, those guys when they went in like competition, like uh, individual, they go one two, and obviously they just like piss pound everybody in relays. So I'm gonna go with them. Final three. Yeah, I had them. I just like swimming. I just, I don't know. But there's not many, Jagley. I was running out of people. So they're on my list next, I think. I think that wraps it up, boys. Yep. Uh, Jack, what's your rundown? Yeah. So I got so Stockton and Malone, Jordan and Pippen, Phelps and Lochte, Parker and Duncan. Oh, shit. Um, I got Shaq and Joe, Kobe, three go. titles, Montana Rice, three Super Bowls, Curry Clay, three titles, and William Sisters, uh, three gold medals. So, well, yeah, yeah, I got more titles than that, so I don't know why you're saying titles. You know. fucking <laughs> I have one. Well, yeah, that's what's going to carry that. your fucking Anywho. argument there. Yeah, they won, didn't they? Anywho, uh, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. Bill Russell, Bob Cousy, Magic Kareem, and Bird and McHale. Uh, yeah, Jack. Yes, it's your turn to vote here. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Joe here. That's what we like. Um, so with my pick here, um, I guess Luke's is like more iconic because, I mean, it's just like legends almost. But I also feel like their competition was like what I said, um, bank accountants. Um, I do like a few of your picks though. But uh yeah, I'm gonna go Jack here. I was gonna go Jack. Another another week, another dub for me and draft Jesus. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't the thing, Jack, with the uh I was gonna go stock them a little bit. Yeah, so I, so. I don't know. Yeah, I know, I know. I just they just didn't win. I just yeah, like, but you know who did you know who did win was my other duo I picked. So yeah, I do it one more than yeah. So. I'm pretty sure I still won that draft. So <laughs> well, um, so that wraps it up for our podcast for the most part. Um, one thing I'd like to bring up: the Iowa Hawkeyes ranked third in basketball are playing the Iowa State Cyclones. You know, a little two birds, one clone action there. Um, 
I think the white snipers will absolutely just rain three pointers on you guys, and you'll have nothing to do about it. So, you know, if the spread's twenty, I'll bet on the Cyclones. But that's about it. <laughs> uh, I think we can beat them by twenty. Yeah, I still might go with the. Jeez. I don't really got much other than going. No, on. not really much except uh, see you in Dallas uh, next Saturday. Oh my! See you in All, right. All right, so <laughs> hopefully we'll see you guys next Wednesday, next Thursday. Then they're Love. done that.